when I determine what stocks I'm going to be buying for the week, I take a look at what sectors have been hit hardest on a heat map. Here we can see that the healthcare, energy, and oil sectors, they've been hit really hard here in 2023 so far. This might actually present a really good buying opportunity when certain companies sell off more than others. Today I'll share 5 stocks that I've been buying or keeping a close eye on. The first stock you always have to keep an eye on is O Realty Income, the monthly dividend company. They have a starting yield of just under 5%. This is a company that has a really diversified real estate portfolio of grocery stores, convenience stores, dollar stores, quick service restaurants, and those tenants, they pay realty income to lease out their land and to operate their businesses on. These are all locations millions of people visit each day, so it's no wonder how they're able to generate consistent cash flow from their portfolio. In 2022, the company completed $9 billion of real estate acquisitions and continue to have strong earnings and continue to reward shareholders each month with juicy dividends. Now O doesn't plan on stopping its growth anytime soon. They're estimated to complete another $5 billion in property acquisitions by the end of 2023. It's no wonder the company has returned 15% annualized returns since its IPO in 1994. 632 consecutive months of paying dividends, 99% portfolio occupancy, 12,200 different properties, I just don't see how this investment can fail. I currently own 49.26 shares of O, and I get paid $150 and counting. In real estate, I didn't have to lift a pinky to get, other than the pinky that I used to buy my shares. Well, actually, even some of those I have drip enabled, so no pinky was needed. All right, the next company I've been gobble, gobble, gobbling up is Union Pacific, a $118 billion market cap railroad company. UNP dominates the western two-thirds of the United States with its rail line. Very few competitors in this space, huge barriers to entry. Rail is still heavily used today because it's cheaper than moving products by water, truck, or air. Almost anything can be shipped by rail. Popular items that get moved include fertilizers, food items, coal, plastics, construction equipment, automotive parts, and so many more. The company just set a record for the most income ever reported, bringing in $7 billion in profit last year. I really like UNP from a valuation perspective. It's down 20% in the last year. Its PE ratio is now down to the same amount it was three years ago, and it's well below its 250 day moving averages of 212 and 207 respectively. I currently own 15.10 shares of Union Pacific for $78.54 in annual income from this railroad giant. A new quick way to support the channel is hitting that Amazon affiliate link in the comments below. Do this right before you do your Amazon shopping, and anytime in the next 24 hours when you make a purchase, I'll get a small commission at no extra cost to you. It really helps out a small-time YouTuber like me for something that you are gonna do anyway. All right, the next investment is actually an ETF, meaning it's a basket of stocks, and that is the good old SCHD skid. This is another position I've just been continuing to dollar cost average into. It's the greatest dividend ETF out there. And about 4% of SCHD is made out of Home Depot, which just had an abysmal earnings report. Missing earnings for the first time in almost four years and having a flat outlook for sales this year. Of course, this is always temporary. We know Home Depot will always bounce back, 
with its home improvement stores when people do their typical construction and renovations. Glad I get to own them indirectly through my 30 shares of SCHD, bringing me close to $100 in passive income each year. Surprisingly, Johnson & Johnson is not in SCHD, but it is in my dividend portfolio. This is a company that's been hit really hard for its talc baby powder lawsuits, but we're talking about a healthcare giant that brought in nearly $100 billion in revenue last year. Sure, those litigation lawsuits will take a really long time to resolve and likely be very costly for Johnson & Johnson, but they surely have the money to survive this. Johnson & Johnson sells all sorts of pharmaceutical products, consumer health products, medical devices, and that's how it's been able to pay its increasing dividends for 60 straight years. You're getting a blue chip company that now has a starting dividend yield of almost 3%. Johnson & Johnson is well below its 50 and 200 day moving averages of 170 and 171. The consensus analyst price target is 176, meaning there's a potentially 11% upside from today's prices. That's why I'm continuing to dollar cost average into this blue chip company near its 52 week lows and get paid about $69 every year for my 15 shares. And remember guys, each share that I buy is another worker that I have working for me toward my financial independence goals. That's just a little bit less harder I need to work at my 9 to 5 because I have another stream of passive income. Alright guys, another REIT that I'm keeping my eyes on is Vici Properties. Vici is definitely not on any discount in terms of where it traditionally trades, but this is a fantastically ran company. They just announced earnings increasing their total revenues by 100% year over year. That is insane growth. Their AFFO increased 75% year over year. For those that don't know what Vici is, this is a real estate investment trust that specializes in acquiring land that is typically associated with gambling and other forms of entertainment. They own 49 different gaming properties, including the iconic Caesars, MGM, and the Venetian, and so many more on the Las Vegas Strip. But they're actually located all over the United States. They have nearly 60,000 hotel rooms, 450 different restaurants, bars, clubs, sports books, totaling up to about 124 million in square feet owned. These are also marquee locations, guys. It's really hard to get land on that Las Vegas Strip. That's a lot of valuable land that Vici owns. Vici just announced they're actually now coming to Canada, acquiring four gaming properties in Alberta, Canada, just another way that they continue to grow value for their shareholders. Remember, Vici's leases have an average length of 42 years. That's essentially guaranteed contractual rent that can prove to be predictable cash flow for Vici and their investors as long as their tenants keep paying. Vici didn't cut their dividend during C19, when many casinos weren't even allowed to operate in the name of health. Vici also has built-in inflation adjustments tied to CPI in their agreements. Vici has absolutely destroyed the market in total returns since the start of 2018, returning 116% compared to the market's 62%. Right now, you can get Vici for a really high starting yield of just under 5%. I currently own 56 shares of Vici, for $88 in passive income, meaning a team of professionals is handling all the work for me while I just sit there and collect my quarterly checks. If you've liked the stocks that I've shared, know that I actually release all my trades every week to my Patreon supporters who also get full access to my full 120,000 plus portfolio. It's a great way to support a really small time YouTuber like me who does all this just for fun. 
I make very little for the time that I put into these videos. So if you've enjoyed the video, consider hitting that like button, subscribing, and leaving a comment. They all really help in more ways than you could ever know. I'd love to hear what stocks you're buying in the comments. As always, my videos are found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name.